Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Narcissist Code. I am your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, a.k.a. Mr. Mental Illness himself in the flesh, bringing you some new heat on this podcast and YouTube and whatnot. Um, today's like if this is your first episode, I am a diagnosed narcissist. I am a self-aware narcissist, the biggest oxymoron out there, apparently, according to some people in my TikTok comments. <laughs> but I am a self-aware narcissist. I bring you the perspective of narcissists. That's what I do. That's what I've been doing. That's what I like, you know, that's my my thing. So today's episode is going to be about missing the narcissist. Because I've been doing the one-on-ones here lately. Um, with people over zoom you know you can find a link in the bio shoot me an email or whatnot but um and one of the main themes that i'm running across nowadays is the fact that people are ashamed of missing the narcissist in their life the one that hurt them the one that caused them so much pain and strife and things like that they'll say things like oh my god i can't believe i missed this person that hurt like they hurt me so much i'm i'm ashamed that i missed them and i tell them i like look it's okay to miss them it's understandable to miss them it's this 100% understandable. You, some, some of y'all have spent decades with these people. <clears throat> you spent years with these people. You spent, you know, you spent a, a, every day for a long period of time waking up to this person, talking to this person, sharing your you know, inside jokes with this person, laughing with this person. You know, it wasn't all bad, apparently, <laughs> to everybody. It's okay to miss them. Like, it's understandable. Like, now today, like, so you spent 10 years talking to this person every day. Now, today, day one of no contact you cannot talk to this person that hurts that sucks that's new territory it's okay to miss them it's understandable to miss them but don't focus on the missing them and it's even weirder because it's like they died i tell them i like look it's like that person that you knew actually died that person like actually died <laughs> but it's still alive at the same time their vessel is still alive you can reach out and see that vessel the, but the person that you knew and loved, that love bombed you in the beginning, that the beginning of the relationship was so good, that so was so fantastic, was so like out of this world, mind blowing. Uh, it felt like faith. It felt like your know, daydream. It felt like everything, all your dreams were coming true. That person is literally is dead. They're gone. But the vessel that carried them is still here. It's still here, walking around, hurting other people, manipulating other people, gaslighting other people. Feeding other people the same BS they fed to you for a long period of time. So what I tell them to do is to have a mental funeral for that person. It's time to bury them. Like You have to mentally bury them. Put them in a mental box. Put that person in a mental box. Take them. Put, put them in that box. Close that box up. Put all their hurtful memories, all that hurt, all that pain. Put that in that box with them. Bury them. Bury it in the back of your brain. Bury it. Get rid of it. And then you celebrate, like bury it, mourn them, mourn the death of that person, mourn the mental death of that person, the physical death, mourn the mental death of that person, and then celebrate the freedom that you get. You're free now. You made it through. You made it through the narcissistic abuse. You made it through. You survived. 
I know you sometimes people get ashamed. It's like, I can't believe I let it go on for this long. Narcissists are, are tricky people. We are li literally tricky people. We are manipulators, you know. As time progresses, as, you know, as things progress, narcissists are progressing too. Narcissists are evolving. The tricks are getting better. You know, I, you'd be surprised how many, you know, clinical therapists and clinical psychologists that I actually speak to on these one-on-ones or in my inbox talking to me, asking questions like, how how do I have a doctorate in, in psychology and uh, counseling, but I got tricked by a narcissist? They ask me questions like that all the time. And that's like, because you think, because everybody thinks they know everything about narcissists. You think you know everything, and then you get tricked by it. You meet somebody like me, and then you get tricked. I, I'm, li you know how people, how many people question whether or not that I'm actually a narcissist? They're like, you're not a narcissist. You're too nice. You're not a narcissist. You're helpful. You're not a narcissist. You're this. You're that. I, I look. I was like, look, look, y'all. I'm literally diagnosed with this thing. I am literally in therapy for the last four years of my life. Three and a half years. I, I, we round up over here. You know, <laughs> three and a half, almost four years of my life. I've been in therapy. I've been diagnosed with this thing. I am a nar I have narcissistic personality disorder, and people still doubt that because I'm too nice online. I'm nice because I have to make it digestible. If I gave y'all the pure darkness that goes on inside my head and the thought process that I actually think, it wouldn't be digestible anymore. You wouldn't doubt that I was a narcissist. You'd be like, oh, damn, you're a psychopath. You're not just a narcissist. You're crazy. You crazy, Lee. You crazy as hell. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's why I had to, I had to make it. I had to make my contact my content digestible for everybody not just for me you know so i go to the point where i get there and then you know that's where i'm at now like we narcissists are evolving just like the empath is evolving just like i guess you know i've been seeing the super empath and the empaths going supernova and all this stuff coming up nowadays i see this stuff coming up and i feel like people think, think just think narcissists are not growing and evolving as well like we are like look at me i'm like you know i, I, I sometimes i be consider myself like an x-man or a mutant or something like that like i'm not the only one of me out here i'm the one of the only ones out here speaking about it and bring you the perspective you know to help you heal to help get more people into therapy and things like that i'm one of the only ones doing that but i'm not the only self-aware narcissist there is i was in several self-aware narcissist groups before i stepped a foot in this therapy's office I would like when I first before I got diagnosed, I was in several self-aware narcissist groups before I got diagnosed. There were there were, there were hundreds of people in those groups from around the world talking about being diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder, talking about it, being in there. Oh, my goodness. I can't like it's like every time somebody came in those in those rooms and stuff like that. The first thing out their mouth was like utter sadness that they had got diagnosed with something that was made them evil. And I was like, man, I'm not evil. I'm good. Man, look. I'm getting out of this group. I'm going to change the perspective. <laughs> and that's why I, that's why I've started doing what I'm doing now. I right. was like, I'm not evil. I, you don't you're not gonna label me as evil. You can try, prove it, you know? So like I said, the narcissists are evolving as well. So like, yeah, it's okay to miss somebody that you have kids with. It's okay to miss it's okay to miss them. It's not okay to go back to that abuse because you miss because you don't want to see you you don't want to see them with somebody else. Oh my God, I don't want to see them give somebody else everything that they promised to give me. They wasn't going to give it to you anyway. They spent 20 years not giving it to you. Why are you worried about them giving it to somebody else? Let them go trick somebody else with what you like. Because like, look, 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 look. A narcissist will take what they learned from you. All the love and affection and stuff that you want, you ask them for. Like, hey, can you do this for me? Hey, I, this will make me happy. Hey, can you help me out with this? They take all the stuff that you tell them that will make you happy. And use it to make the next person happy. They use it to love the love bomb the next person because they know women or men like this stuff. They're like, damn, you like this stuff, so the next person will like this stuff. So in in turn, they give the next person everything that you wanted 
because you taught them because they know it works. Not because they like to do it, not because they really want to do it, because they know it works. And when it, why it's working is hurting you because you're watching it. They use the tact. They use everything that you told them. They they learn from you. We we learn from you. We we suck up the information. We suck up all the data. It's like data collectors, and we use it to love bomb the next person. So that's why you can't. That's why reaching out to the next supply rarely ever works. That's why it's rarely. That's why it's you know like you go reach out to the next supplier that's in that he we just took to Paris or something like that. We just went on vacation with and gave them you know. You go reach out to them and tell them everything's a lie. Everything is fake. Who gonna believe that? They love bomb. You will love bomb. You should understand that. Like they, they, you might turn them into. They might end up being your enemy out for that. You might create an enemy by trying to destroy their happiness. But you know it's fake. But you just you're angry. We're up. You're upset, and, it, and, and rightfully so. One hundred percent rightfully so. You are upset that the person that you loved and cared about that doesn't love or care about you anymore from the appearances. And another thing I've been I've been coming across as well is people just like you know. It's just, you know, it hurts and it pains me so much. It's like the, the pain I feel um, from this relationship is indescribable. It, it hurts me so much that, you know, that narcissists can't love, they can't feel, they can't have affection and stuff like that. It hurts me so much that I wasted 10, 20 years of my life with somebody who doesn't love me. And I tell them, I'm like, I know that hurts when you put it that way. I said, but put it like this. What gives you more power to, to feel like you wasted 20 years of your life on somebody who didn't love you? Or you get you spent twenty years of your life with somebody who couldn't love you correctly. They loved you in their own twisted, crazy ass way. That wasn't enough for you, you know. It wasn't enough for you. Which one gives you enough power? Which one gives you power to move on and and power up with your life? Oh, I wasted twenty years, or oh, I spent twenty years with somebody who didn't know, who didn't know how to love me correctly, who didn't know how to you know didn't know how to give me the affection and love and appreciation that I needed. One of them sounds more empowering than the other one. You didn't waste time. It's not. A, I always say it's not a loss if you learn something. And I'm just so logical, y'all. I know people gonna come out here and like you don't know what you're talking about. You're a narcissist. You can't feel. Blah blah blah. I know. I get it. I've heard it before. I've heard it hundreds of times a day in my comment section. You don't. Hey guy, you're a narcissist. You don't know how to feel. You know. I hear that stuff all the time. I'm like, okay, cool. Whatever you say, buddy. You know, bucko. Whatever you say. I know. I know what I'm talking about. You know. I spent 35 years in this in this in this vessel. <laughs> you know, the vessel I was talking about earlier. I, I spent 35 years in this vessel. So you, you know me. About to be 36. I'm a, for everybody, for the, all my astrological folks, I was born on July 14th, 1985. Do with that information as you, what you will. Take the information and run with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's like I said, life is going to take you in different directions. Mourn the loss of that narcissist. Mourn them. Bury them. Have a funeral. And then you know what? Especially at black funerals. At the end of a black funeral, they have a cookout. They have a celebration. You have a cookout. It's time for you to have a cookout, barbecue, go to the boat, do something, celebrate, go to you know, go have a hot girl summer like the uh, the lady I talked to this morning. She said she's gonna have a she like she she buried, she mentally buried her narcissist and she's gonna have a hot girl summer in Florida. <laughs> so enjoy like celebrate your freedom. I know you don't feel free right now because the, the ties and the bonds of the narcissist run deep in you and they're gonna run deep for a long time. I wish I could tell you, like, hey, tomorrow you'll be fully healed. But I can't do that. Because I, I could do that, but it'd be a damn lie. There's no time limit on your healing. Don't put a time limit on your healing. Don't compare your healing process to somebody else's healing process because it, that'll make you feel so far behind. Like, oh, that person has moved on three months. I'm th I, now I'm in ten months. I'm I, I'm pathetic. I'm ten months behind. You know, don't compare yourself to somebody else. Just don't do it. You're your you you're on your own healing journey. This is your own personal journey, and that goes for men and women. So tomorrow on my uh, my TikTok, I'm interviewing a man. 
uh, named Kyle who dealt with a female narcissist. So we're going to get the other perspective because I think people sort of lean to the fact think that I'm just the male feminist and I'm out here just trying to bash men. I was like, no, this is a mental health disorder that just happens to affect more men than women. It's more prevalent in men, you know. It's prevalent in me. I, I can give you my perspective. Like I don't, I can't give a woman's perspective. I can just give you a man's perspective. But anyway, y'all, thank y'all for tuning in. I know it's running a little bit long. I know people like me doing the longer ones, but like today, I just want to get a YouTube video up, um, let y'all in a, in a podcast up, let y'all know that I'm still out here. I'm doing the one on ones and things like that. The one on ones, or like I said, the link is in the bio for the one on ones or the Wizios and whatnot. I'm so thankful for all the love and support that y'all provide me. Um, Tune in, like, subscribe, share this thing in the groups and whatnot. And let me know what you think. Like I said, mental illness. You know, you follow me on TikTok at mental illness. Uh, Instagram at mental illness with an extra S because uh, I think Miss Melanie, she has mental illness on there. <laughs> um, but anyway, thank y'all so much for tuning in. I'm very super appreciative of everybody, of all the love, of all the comments, everything. You know, let's continue to get this heal together. Heal talk. Let's go. Bye. Peace.